Hello and welcome to the Reality Blows podcast. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. Uh, this is a podcast all about reality TV, isn't it, Ash? That's true. And this show in particular is a very special show. Oh yeah, we got a season premiere, baby. Season premiere of the challenge Final Reckoning. That's right, season 32. Season 32. The final chapter in a trilogy. So... Well, as Ashley just said, what we have here is um, the final chapter in a trilogy. Now, yeah. trilogy, for those of you who don't know what that is, <laughs> is three. Three Who things. doesn't know what a trilogy is? Uh, I didn't know until oh right before God. I had to Google it. But um, this is the final chapter, I guess, the final reckoning of what happened in the past couple of seasons. That's right. And it led off this first episode with kind of a rundown of the past two seasons. So it started with a Dirty 30 rundown. And we got to see the Tori versus Derek drama, the Jenna versus um, Jemmy drama. And then it brought us to Vendettas, which was the most recent season. And we saw some drama there. It It was just a mini little recap of like, hey, you guys, remember, they hate each other. Yes. And uh, what me and Ashley are going to attempt to do for the next some odd minutes is recap what we saw in this first episode. And you know what? It felt like for a second a lot was happening, but not a lot happened in this. Not that much happened. Uh, What They did their best to sort of show us the teams. Mm -hmm. And as Ashley was saying before, they showed us why they are... Sort of. They sort sort of of showed us. Why they are vendettas. They're still calling them vendettas, even though that was the name of last season. Now, for our longtime challenge heads out there, uh, they are basically doing what used to be called rivals. Correct. Uh, Ash, um, as some of you may know, kind of jumped into the challenge late. That's true. Um, and but she has done her best to catch up and uh, and you know living with me, it's it's a little easier. I basically it... started with Bloodlines and have watched consistently from Bloodlines on, but mm-hmm. I've also gone back and dabbled. I've watched uh, the Inferno three. I've watched the Island, yeah. and I watched. Um, the Ruins. You watched The Ruins. Now, you did not watch Rivals? I, the only Rivals I've seen is Rivals 3 when Johnny stole the money from Sarah. Right. And you didn't watch... Wasn't it the Rival... Wasn't Rivals when... Um, when uh, you know Wes had to be carried up a mountain, did you not see that season? You know what? I don't think I did. I did watch. I remember by, one by night. By Mr. Beautiful. I remember one night at around maybe three in the morning. I was binge watching clips on YouTube, uh-huh. and I saw Sarah and Jordan um, win something. And that might right. have been Rivals Two. Did they win that? Could have been Rivals Two. Rivals One was the one that I was uh, with Wes and to. Kenny. Wes and Kenny were sort of the leaders. leaders rivals which was kind of something that it felt a little bit like they were trying to recreate that run of seasons Mm. with the past few but they were trying to generate the rivals and they were trying to do it pre-planned and sort of uh you know force this stuff out and uh in these in these uh uh in those old those old ones they were so great because it naturally these people just hated each other right and some of these rivals i'm like wait a minute why are they rivals why are joss and sylvia right. rivals right so now this current season uh final reckoning um they but- have rivals but they're calling them vendettas and i guess they'll they're saying the only person that you're going to be is going to be on your team and you'll be able to trust is your worst enemy and they say it tj says it in the narration of this as if this is going to be something exciting and new and it is not 
something exciting and new. Vendettas had a portion in which you were paired up with a vendetta and you had Nick, to go up. Nick, you yeah. said you were not going to start this podcast episode complaining. <laughs> so let's just get okay. into it All right. because there's a lot of good stuff to go through here. Okay. So it opens up um, sort of in a rocky field in South Africa. TJ meets the half the cast and he says, uh, you know, hey, welcome to Final Reckoning. Um, you, you know, you've gotten this far. This is the last part of the trilogy. And now nothing is buried. Okay. Everything will come up in this season. And now you have to go um, dig up your partner. And so they run to a graveyard where. A literal graveyard. A literal graveyard. Everyone's buried. This is my biggest fear. This is terrifying. So how it works is that the people, um, the challengers who are not underground have a walkie-talkie, and they can talk to their partner who is underground, and their partner who is underground is giving them um, directions as to where they are. You know, I'm in the top left corner, or I'm in the bottom right corner. My tombstone says this. And their voices are disguised. So no one knows who their partner is until the coffin is literally opened and they see each other face to face. Yes. And TJ lets us know that uh, this is a challenge in itself. We're not just getting partners here. There are consequences. And the last two teams to uh, be united and dug up will be leaving the show, That's leaving right. South Africa. You know what? And I'm looking at this cast and going, no, I want all these people here. That's Don't not what take I'm them away from me. That's not what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you can get rid of some of these big brother people here. I do not care about that. You I don't are not want a fan that. of the new blood. No, I mean, if you guys have stuck with us, I mean, we just uh, recapped um, Champs, Champs for Stars, Stars. And uh, we got to meet some big brother people there. Jose. Uh, Jose. Uh -huh. Polly. Polly was on X on the Beach. I didn't even know that guy was um on Big Brother. I, he just showed up on X on the Beach. I started losing track of who where people were from on X on the Beach. I had to be had to be reminded this guy is on, was on Big Brother and apparently he was like tough stuff on Big Brother. The problem with X on the Beach is that some people just got there, reunited with their ex and started having sex and enjoying their life. Right. And so we didn't get to know them no. really. And so I don't watch Big Brother. So on X on the Beach when I saw Paulie, I was like, why did they choose this guy? He's yeah. kind of lame and he just likes his ex-girlfriend, but I guess he was texting some other girl when they were dating and that's why he's here. I don't know her either. Yeah, Lexi is her name, I think. I'm confused because Viacom does not own Big Brother, right? Uh, well, uh, it's CBS. Uh, Viacom owns CBS. Oh, okay. And CBS owns, uh, and it's an MTV. They, gotcha, gotcha. So they, Viacom is the parent company for MTV. Right. They used to split. They they used they were together. They split, but in the last year. They reunited again, and and coincidentally, all of a sudden, all these Big Brother people started showing up on our challenge. So much crossover, so much crossover, which is interesting because Nick and I found a podcast episode um, from Sammy Sweetheart from like five years ago, where she was talking about how MTV. Um, would never let the Jersey Shore cast be on the challenge and they would beg them to be on the challenge and MTV was always like, no, we don't want crossover. They've really switched up that game. Yeah, but you know what? Jersey Shore is doing so well right now. I, I actually fear we probably won't see them on this show because right. they've gone a totally different... Well, now they're old. Well, they're older. Old, oh, well, older. they're older, but... 
please. I mean, we've talked. Ronnie couldn't be on the on the challenge. Oh my Ronnie god, Ronnie could be on the challenge. Ronnie, Ronnie could be a on maniac. The challenge. Could be great. I mean, we've talked about this before. But uh, you know, as far as this is concerned, yeah. To me, when I started seeing all of the people standing there, and I'm like, oh, and they're mentioning people I've never met before, uh, other Big Brother challengers that we haven't seen before. I was like, I thought we were done with that. This is supposed to be Final Reckoning. I don't want to be introduced to anybody. That makes no sense. If somebody has a beef on a completely different network, why would I need that to be reckoned on the challenge? Right. I, that they're not. It's not a challenge beef. There is a hole in this logic. That is for sure. I don't know. I, I just I needed this herd to be thinned, basically immediately. So um, while we're watching everybody dig up their partners, we're kind of getting interviews one-on-one with different challengers. We get CT, who is kind of going through all the different people it could possibly be. He is saying, they wouldn't give me bananas. They wouldn't give me bananas, which is right. They could not give him bananas because him and bananas would win. It's unfair. It's not unfair. You shouldn't put CT and bananas no, on the same No, if, if they would have been put together, that would have been unfair. Oh, yeah. I thought you were saying it's unfair to CT and bananas. No, I agree with you. Then they gave us the wonderful clip, the, the best clip maybe of all time from the challenge, which is the backpack clip. Yes, where uh, CT wears Johnny Bananas as a literal backpack and emasculates him in front of the entire challenge house. And he was just basically a mercenary. On cutthroat, yeah. yeah. Um, so we get to see that. I wrote down here in my notes, who the fuck is Devon? Who is right. Devon? She She's from and, Big Brother. And apparently was Jose's uh, vendetta from Big Brother. I mean, I, Jose was on Champs for Stars. He's from Big Brother. I mean, he did not succeed on that show. He was a limp noodle but on he, Champs for Stars. He added a little bit of drama, but that mostly came on the reunion. He was a star on the reunion. He brought so much uh, to the reunion in terms of feuding. But on the show itself, I was like, he doesn't have the chops. You can't be on the challenge and not swim. Yeah. You just can't. It's going to be interesting. Well, so how did this lay out? So the first team that is dug up and uh, united, Zach digs up Amanda. And he says, I I open the coffin and I see Satan's asshole. Where I wrote down what he said and then I wrote, Amanda, three exclamation points. Because I have missed her. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of Amanda. Me too. She brings so much to the challenge. She's so fun. Um, After Dirty 30, she infamously said that she was quitting the challenge. She was going to focus on her nursing career. And I really thought that that was going to be the end of the road for Amanda. So I was pumped to see her. And uh, the reason Amanda and Zach are vendettas is because Amanda spread rumors about Zach's current girlfriend. At the time, I believe it was ex-girlfriend? At the time, it was ex-girlfriend. This is on Dirty 30. It was with Jenna. And or no, it was Invasion of the Champs. Yes. Yes, it was Invasion of the Champs. And Jenna, it was his ex-girlfriend. And she had hooked up with the guy from um, Real World Skeletons. Yes. Do you remember him? Yes. He had a Bruno. Bruno. I was about to say Boris. No, his name is Bruno. He had a bad temper and he had a a brother too. Yeah. That was his skeleton or whatever. And apparently they had like maybe made out a little bit on the train. But Amanda started this rumor that he fingered her. On a plane. On the plane way over. And then Bruno like went home first yeah. that season so nothing else played out between that except for the fact that Amanda had spread that rumor about Jenna and now three seasons later uh, it's coming to bite people in the butt now Invasion of the Champs not part of this trilogy no then why is this a vendetta that has to play out oh that's a good question uh, it, it, it was three seasons ago it was yeah. before the trilogy it, it was, was a prequel the trilogy. it was a prequel <laughs> it was a prequel and by the way could you not have l- lumped 
invasion of the champs into this to me it seems bizarre that they almost don't talk about invasion of the champs as if it has nothing to do with this when really that was the basis they started changing the way they did the challenge on that season that's a good point where they brought back the legacies with the champs all of a sudden all of these uh, you know veronica i believe maybe was on that i don't know maybe not veronica went home early i think well well regardless it was all of a sudden opening up the uh you know the spectrum of who may actually be on this show because for a while it was the same sort of people it was it was a tail end of them putting are you the one people in you know i know you and i thought that are you the one was just going to be the main feeder system because the real world is off the off the air and then ever since invasion of the champs it has gone haywire. Yeah. Well, Invasion of the Champs is a good point. It should be part of this trilogy um, that we got Kayla from Invasion of the Champs. I believe CT returned. It was like I his big right. return. Because he was. Because you got to remember, the Champs was like, we hadn't seen those guys right. and gals for- <gasps> Laurel was back. Yeah, in a couple of years. And then all of a sudden it was like, nah, nah, you guys think that you're awesome? Well, how about all these Champs came in? And you're like, whoa, blew my mind. And that was very exciting. And then the next few, still kind of exciting, but I, I, I do feel like they, they don't give it enough credit for actually putting us where we are right now. How are you going to have a final reckoning and not have Laurel and Nicole on there? Ah, uh, yeah. Come is, on. Is Nicole on the show? No. Is Corey on this show? Okay, I've seen him in previews, so I think he's a mercenary. I, I have not. I, it's, I guess they're going to be mercenaries, but... But we I, also don't know who Banana's partner is, so let's get to that true. point. So, um, Zach... So, okay, back to the back to the scene We're by digging scene. people up in a graveyard <laughs> um so then we get like a little recap of jenna and zach's relationship jenna's like we are dating right now we weren't before but we are now and then zach's like yeah i'm dating jenna i can't get rid of her and then jenna's like i what did she say like i tricked him into getting back with me she was like we might get married i could trick him into it hell i tricked him into getting back with me and i turned to ashley and i was like this is a toxic relationship it really is i mean it it, it made jenna look it made Zach kind of looked like an asshole and it made Jenna look, you know, excuse my French, but pathetic. Jenna is a role model for a lot of young girls who watch the challenge. And she is Are you talking about yourself? I am talking about myself. Just me. She's dating a known misogynist who is saying things like, I can't get rid of her. It's kind of a bummer. It's kind of a bummer way to start um, this episode but moving on to a non-bummer and that is my boy shane shane we hear shane he's talking shit in his coffin love it then natalie digs up Polly. she says that he is her biggest enemy at who? big brother who Polly? oh oh natalie the guy that i don't know anything Polly. about and all of a sudden he's on my favorite <laughs> television show okay cool 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 that's when nick looks at me and goes this is happening too fast um, yes, it was, oh, I said that because at that point I was trying to keep up with you on notes and I was going to try to see if I can get the teams and then the order that they placed. There are so many teams yeah. that there was a point where they showed like the first four that placed and then it was like a six second clip where they showed like 15 teams finish and they quickly showed who, I mean, Ash, I don't, if you ask me who people's vendettas are in this thing, I don't know who everybody's partner is after the first episode well it took us about halfway of the episode to learn that Derek was even on the show where's Devin is he gonna be Johnny Banana's partner is that what they're holding off on oh I hope so well well, then because then uh, you know the only thing is is where is Devin it's uh, he's gotta be Johnny Banana's partner I mean why wouldn't Corey be his partner Johnny's because you know why Corey didn't last in the last couple he did not last and then they they found a way where he he was involved in major league drama and that's on X on the beach I think he might have found himself a new franchise Corey's a lover 
Mm-hmm. Corey's a lover. You're right. He's he a, lover. a lover. He's a lover and a cheater. <laughs> He's a lover and a cheater. And, and, a, and a lever. So, and I mean, he may a be. a dad. Yeah, and a dad. And I'm a big fan of Corey. Me I, too. I, and, and honestly, I want to see people like Corey to be on X on the Beach. I love seeing Corey in the Challenge House. How many times do I have to see Corey come in and be like, you know, I'm here. This time is going to be different. And I'm coming for you, bananas. I, come on. That's and then been he the, goes home. It's been the last four or five seasons. Hey, where's Hunter? I'm just thinking of the Corey Nelson Hunter they group. Sh- okay, so let's that I love. Okay, yeah. We don't need to go through where is everybody. But so then we see CT. Um, he's pissed about Veronica. Veronica's his partner. We see Faith from X on the Beach. I'm excited about that. Nick's and excited about that. Vanderpump Rules. Faith has a career now, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, she digs up Angela. And I like, you know what? I'm, I'm happy with Faith and Angela being on the challenge. Me too. I enjoyed them on X on the Beach. Angela, I hated on X on the Beach. By the end of it, I was like, get her on the challenge. Of course, she'd be great on the challenge. You know, she could steamroll and truck anybody on X on the Beach, in my opinion, as far 100%. as verbally and getting into it. I don't know if she's going to have that. She's going to be, you know, kind of uh, a small fish in a big pond. Right. And uh, and there's a lot of big personalities. There's a lot of people who know a lot more about what's going on in that house. And I, I know she's going to try to buck. I mean, hell, later she does. But uh, who knows if she's going to be able to maintain power by screaming in people's faces. So then we see Brittany. It's funny because a lot of these things I have written down, I have so many exclamation points next to people's names because I'm happy to see them. We haven't seen Brittany in a while. We see Brittany. um, We go through this thing with Brad and Brittany where literally they play clips of them making out from every angle for about, I don't know, a minute. Yeah, uh, (laughs) it it rules. And then (laughs) Brad's like, "Uh, Brittany showed me I could love again. And then Brittany, um, she gets her partner, which is Chuck, who I do not know. I did not watch the Are You the One season three. I know that Nick did. Yeah, Chuck looks a lot different. Chuck used to have long blonde hair, looked like a surfer dude. Now he has like a shorter brunette thing. He's got a goatee going. It's uh, He's a little different. I mean, I don't remember them as a couple on that show. You know, I just forgot. So I'm not too sure. Like when I saw Chuck and Brittany, I wasn't like, oh, yo, they brought in Chuck and Brittany. Right. Like, I didn't remember that storyline at all. Well, I'm excited to see Brittany because I think she's fun. She brings so much tood. And yeah, she's bubbly. She's fun. She, yeah, but she, but she if if you cross her, she'll really yell and scream and get and get crazy right. out there. So. She's not playing around. So it comes down to three teams that are left digging up their partner. It's Jenna, Brittany, and Josea. They're all desperately trying to dig up their partner so that they are not one of the two teams that is eliminated. And then can I get a drum roll, please, Nick? Bobbity, bobbity, bum, boom. Josea digs up his partner. Um, Devon. Yeah. From Big Brother, yeah, and, and I couldn't be—I couldn't be more upset. Couldn't care less that they're going to be in the house. I it's, was so upset. I was like, "You're—I'm losing Jenna and Brittany." You yeah. gotta be kidding me. Jenna, Jenna, Brittany, you're—you're uh, you're also losing Jemmy. I mean, it—it's it, its going to be a tough one. I mean, Jemmy is Jenna's partner. I know. I can't believe we haven't even touched on that. Yeah. We need Jemmy in the house, not necessarily for her athletic ability. No, but for that mouth, dog. For <laughs> that mouth. She is a grade-A shit talker. <laughs> she uh, is, is fantastic having a house uh, in a house for drama purposes. Yeah, I'm into it. And her interview style and her interviews, uh, to me, are... Um, uh, top tier top tier yeah top she's tier. great interview she's always spelling things out she's almost like a meme factory i feel like she, she speaks in sound bites <laughs> yeah she and definitely... that's perfect for tv 
Totally. So then, so we learned that uh, Brittany, Chuck, Jenna, and Jemmy are eliminated. Then it cuts to a dark sky (laughs) over the grave. And we hear Johnny yelling, Teach, Teach, I'm still in here. Get me out. He's also yelling because he knows what's happening. He's not really yelling. And then the entire cast runs and digs up Johnny. And they're like, oh, how could you let me, the number one cast member, uh, how could you forget about me? I'm the best cast member. Yeah. It's interesting that he's just calling himself a cast member. I mean, they completely abandon everything that is supposed to be reality about these things. You know, reality, a capital R. Right. Um. But uh, yeah, Johnny does not have a partner. And then Johnny goes through all his possible partners, which is basically, I don't know, we've named all of them. Uh, it's like, Corey, Hunter. Um, uh, basically, Johnny yeah, goes through a, a cast. Yes. It almost could be its own show it's, of it's, Johnny's possible rivals. It's pretty much everybody that wasn't a, a champion on Invasion of the Champions. Yeah. You know, it was because he did. He even it. brought up Evelyn, which yeah. I was like, oh, hell yeah, bring up Evelyn. Oh, oh man, I, 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 I forgot that. Evelyn was mentioned the fact that they're mentioning Evelyn to me is uh good news because I would love to see Evelyn make a return and 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 he said and most notably Sarah yeah because Sarah Rice I mean he stole that money right from her yeah uh, everybody's waiting for the return of Sarah Rice will she come back that Uh, is the question I do not think so I don't think so either she seems happy with her life um but this is my question if Johnny isn't if, if Johnny was not dug up then isn't he one of the losing teams out of the two? No. Why not? Because he didn't have a partner digging him up. You know what I mean? I, I heard you make that comment and I brushed it off while we were watching. Yeah, you ignored me on that one. <laughs> I was like, come on now. So then we're all standing there. Uh, all the cast members are standing there. And then Teach says, but before we go, one more thing. Uh, the winning teams on Final Reckoning will have power. And Zach and Amanda, you won this challenge. You get to pick one team to send home. We watch them go off and deliberate. We know that they're going to pick the Big Brother people, right? Well, I mean, Amanda even says to Zach, like, should we just go for the Big Brother people because it'll be easiest? And uh, it looked like they talked about it for a little bit. And then Zach, you know, he speaks on it eventually. And he goes, all right, well, we're making this decision because me and my partner have completely different friend groups. And, uh, you know, we're making a decision that would be easiest for the both of us. And he was he was straight up. He was like, we got alliances. Yeah. We got friends. We got money in the game. Unfortunately, right. we're going to have to go with, you know, Jose and Devon. Yeah. So that was um, that was an interesting scene because I went from being like, who the fuck is Devon to them being like, oh, my God, we have to get her back in the house. Man, she just immediately piped up and called Zach. A, did she say it was a pussy ass move? Yeah. Pussy yeah. ass move. And then in her interview, she's like, I'm a bad bitch. I'm going to win. I'm a competitor. Like you are now my vendetta for life. And I just got I get so excited when female competitors come in the house and they're like, I am good and I'm going to work very hard for this. And it's interesting to me because they're trying to sell us on her real hard as it, you know, because they have to, because they can't imagine that everybody that's watching the challenge has seen Big Brother because apparently uh, Devon had uh, set up the whole uh, situation that eventually got Jose thrown out of the Big Brother house. Eventually is a funny word to use because I think he was the first to leave the Big Brother house. Man, that guy can't catch a break. Um, Except for today when he was not the one of the last two teams. On. Oh, and, yeah. And then 
couldn't catch a break again when he got voted off immediately. So then we see them get in a van. Nick looks at me and goes, this is stupid to think that they're not going to be immediately brought to another house. Yes. Um, all of the tricks and the dirtiness from Dirty 30, from Vendettas, I've seen them. They've pulled out all of the stops on those shows. And to think that we can retread a bit on those stops that they've pulled out previously and that still be exciting to a longtime fan. I mean, it's not like they're trying to grab new fans here, Ash. They're playing this off as the final chapter in the trilogy, which means most of the people that have come back to this are very excited because they just watched the last two seasons. We, 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 we've seen this stuff before. You're right. And and at this point, this is when TJ lets them know how much they're playing for. And guess what? Winner takes all. Didn't Wasn't that last season? Yeah. Why do you think... I was thinking about this. Why are they doing the winner takes all thing over and over again? Is it because they don't want um, the teams in the past, when there was a first, second, and third place, the alliances seem to be more um, lucrative, it, that they could dominate because they would split things and they would talk like, well, you're at least getting to the final with me, which means you'll at least get paid. Now it's like only one team. There's only one winner. It makes things more cutthroat. It makes things more uh, dramatic. But it doesn't mean that if, if three teams go in anyway and only one team comes away, there's no reason that those teams can't convene and go, let's just split it up three ways no matter what happens here. I mean, it yeah, can still happen. Yeah, but they're happen. not doing that. It may, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors here. You really don't. I mean, I heard a couple of words today that I have never even heard before, and they seem like they've been words that have been, you know, uh, thrown around the house. We'll get to it in a, in a, we'll get to it in a little bit, but I'm sure we'll get to it a well, little bit. Well, I just know that uh, Camilla and Carmaria had a pact that if they won, whoever won Dirty 30, they would split it with yeah, each other, I mean, which they... was a million dollars, and then Camilla never talked to her again. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you weren't you weren't prepared for that little no. drop. So she went of knowledge. She 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 did not. She squelched on her uh, deal. Yeah, well, she got totally shunned and blacklisted by the you know her actions on Dirty Thirty, specifically yeah. racially charged um, insults at Leroy. Yeah, and then afterward, afterwards, where's Leroy? Where the f <gasps> where is Leroy? Where's Leroy? We need him for Cam. We need him for Kyle. That should be his vendetta. We need him for Kyle. We need him for Tony. Wow. Where's, Where's Tony? Tony? Oh, my God. I guess, they, are they going to bring out all these heavy hitters and use them as those lame-ass mercenaries who don't get any storyline, and then they win or they don't, and who cares? Why did we get Josea and not Tony? Why yeah. did we get Devone and not Ashley Mitchell? They're trying Where's to, Ashley they, Mitchell? They want to build more characters. I get it. They've used these people quite a bit in the last few seasons. I get it. But still... You don't have to have this cast be that large. There, there's a lot of ways to get what they want without doing it the way that they're doing, which is really just an overload of characters, in my opinion. And and I think that's my biggest gripe, is there's too many mother effing people yeah. in this house. There's so many people. And, there, and, and, there's, and there's so many people that they've left out. There's so many and, people in the house. And, and they're showing clips later that uh, mercenaries come. If you guys are new to the challenge, basically what they do is they bring like champs, heavy hitters that aren't on the cast. They kind of stash them away in a hotel room, and then they'll bring them out for special elimination challenges where somebody in the cast has to go up against the mercenary and then they win or they don't it's fine it's a kind of exciting it was fun when i first saw it that we're like oh laurel's coming back for this or but at this point it's kind of over like i guess derek is gonna be one of those two here's he the thing with the mercenaries and hopefully they rectified it on this season last season you had mercenaries coming in fighting tooth and nail to win these eliminations um a la you know, Joss versus Derek, where Derek won a, a David and Goliath type match. Yeah. Now, 
Derek gave his all to win that. For what reason? He then went home. They should have mercenaries come in and fight for a chance to stay in the house. Yeah. They, uh, and, and well, that's kind of what they do with the Redemption House. Is They got a lot going on here. They have Ash. so many things going right, on. Look, we haven't even moved past the first scene yet. I okay. Mean, let's, let's keep it moving. So we're back at the house. Everybody's picking out their bunks. Um, immediately, Shane and Angela start fighting um johnny's yelling you know you only gave her johnny's instigating the whole thing you know which is fun he's having the time he's having fun here yeah and this argument seems to be just about closet space yeah something like that for shane offered her a shelf but she thinks she wants two and i don't know but then we see uh shane and nelson talking a little bit and nick said do you think shane and nelson have a chance in hell so have we mentioned have we gone through all of the who, all of the people who are paired. I think so. If we don't, we'll hit it okay. as this goes on, so, like the show did to us. Right. Shane and Nelson are, are vendettas, and they are now a team. Uh, and this is based off of something that I believe happened in Invasion of the Champs, mm. which is the Corey Nelson-Shane elimination, where there was like a double crossing on both sides. They oh. were all connected to a wire. Yeah. And Corey talked to Shane and was like, or no, Corey and Nelson were going to work together and just pull in one direction, get Shane eliminated. And then that's when Nelson bailed because he thought Corey was a bigger threat to him and actually cut a side deal with Shane for the same reason. Are you sure that's how that went down? I question that. Yes, because Corey and Nelson immediately became. No, because I think Shane tried to pit Corey and Nelson against each other. Of course he did, but that is exactly how it went out. Nelson helped Nelson helped Shane get Corey out of the house and Corey was eliminated there. But your point to the whether or not they have a chance in hell is because Shane and Nelson are almost they almost get there every season and they don't win. And I'm not too sure to almost make a winner. I I don't know if that's going to happen. I just don't know. Honestly, Shane's got the politicking and he's also very strong. I don't know if nelson has it in him to win one of these things i don't I think, believe in nelson i always believe in nelson. i just don't think his house game is is good enough i'm pulling for nelson so then we go to a sort of uh powwow of gals we have kayla from the real world go big or go home we have melissa and kaylee from x on the beach uk and the three of these girls are kind of just talking about um what their beef is just going over the past i mean it's a lot of twitter stuff twitter it's a twitter lot of, twitter it's a room it's blah 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 i don't even really want to focus on it that much because it's pretty surface level stuff some suitcase a suitcase got thrown over the stairs last season which they're all pinning on kayla they're like kayla threw her stuff over and it's like actually like three of the girls did it was yeah but they're they've got to hammer home the vendetta the reason why these two people are partnered up so kayla and kaylee are partners and then that means that melissa and cam are partners and then we cut to polly and natalie having like a little powwow and Polly's like tell me what I'm getting into and Natalie's like honestly there's some there's some mistakes in my past that are gonna haunt us basically I don't speak to Johnny or Kaylee anymore at all right so this is another big brother team that is trying to figure out where they stand in this house and honestly Ash where do you think that they stand I think they stand pretty good Natalie went far last season and and Polly came in second or third in in the challenge he seemed like a threat Natalie also pissed off a lot of people in the house and they are the big brother team the only standing big brother team at this moment 
I think their heads are on the chopping block for whenever we see an actual elimination. So just so you guys have an idea of what's going on, everybody's hanging out in the house. They're all drinking. This is the first time that uh, a lot of people are meeting. This is the first time that some of these rivals slash vendettas have had a chance to uh, talk to each other after, you know, pretty much cutting each other out of their lives. So there's there's tensions are high. And then we see Joss and Amanda flirting. I really enjoyed this. I'm happy that Amanda's in the house just i could take or leave i'm not too yeah. crazy about him sylvia is his partner yeah for what reason i don't really remember i remember because it was the food competition do you remember when tony ate the bowl of mayonnaise yes <laughs> okay yes. so that was literally tony's climb beginning yeah. step and climb to being a champion someone wrote on reddit and i wish that i could uh remember exactly what it was but it was something like uh tony's whole character arc is based on a bowl of mayonnaise <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I, and you know what it was glorious when it, it happened i think i stood up in my uh, off the couch and just started cheering when he did that because not only did he eat, eat that mayonnaise later he was like yo give me all the food he was eating everybody's food yeah, he i ate mean marshmallows he might have eaten multiple bowls of mayonnaise <laughs> he was killing it Basically, though, um, you know, Brad, Joss, and Sylvia were on a team. Sylvia went in. She ate the stinky cheese. They lost. They had to decide right then as a team who they were going to throw in. And then Brad was like, uh, we're going to go with Sylvia. Because it was like two guys against one girl. He was like, you know, it would have been different if it was a girl's a guy's elimination or something. I don't even know what it was about. But this little blip is the reason why they are feuding then i wrote down in all caps who is tori's vendetta because we see tori in the house still have yet to see Derek. yeah lou mm, i was about to call him a loser he's not a loser <laughs> oh, he's not a loser Derek brings definitely brings stuff to the shows does he yeah, he brings stuff to the I, don't know. I just don't see him winning. Has this guy this guy has been on more franchises than most people. I mean, this guy was on X on the Beach. He came from Are You the One and now he's on the challenge. Let's not forget Second Chances. And he was on Second Chances, which is part of Are You the One. You know, he's been on a lot of these things and per personally I I'm not a huge fan of Derek. Uh I didn't think he was that great uh on his first show on yeah. Are You the One. Not a standout on not, Are You the not, One. Not I think he went home pretty quick on Second Chances, if I remember correctly. I can't. Oh I, yeah, he was Maybe the first out and, on second And chances. then he really lost my respect. He came in and he went in and out in one of these challenges. It was uh, Dirty, 30. Dirty 30. And then on the uh, reunion, you know, he was part of this strange uh, ostracization, uh, calling out shaming of Tory for, you know, hooking up and it was double standards. One of standards the lowest moments in challenge history, awarding Corey an award the for hook hooking up, award. up and then shaming Tori with men who were not even her boyfriends ever. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, it seems like Tori maybe cheated on Derek at some point. Um, I don't know. They hadn't talked in months. She got back, she broke up with him, yeah. she hooked up with Jordan. And, and now they're vendettas or now they're partners. I guess. Who knows? Then we see Angela and Faith talking. Um, they like beefed for a sec on X on the Beach and it was pretty much over very quickly. I really quickly. don't remember their beef on X on the I Beach. I do because, uh, you know, Angela was dating Tori and he went out with Faith and did the body shots. Oh, okay. Yeah. But then that's when Angela went and hooked up with Derek. Who knows? So then we go to uh, Kyle and Cara Maria. Now this is a... This is an interesting dynamic, what's happening here. Uh, again, everybody's drinking. Uh, everybody's being honest. Everybody seems to be a little loose-lipped. 
Um, Kyle and Cara Maria, their relationship last season on Vendettas played a huge part of that show because it basically resulted in Cara Maria picking Kyle, her new boyfriend, over Leroy, one of her oldest friends from the challenge. So we saw a lot develop between these two. And what it seems like now, what stands now, is that they dated on the challenge. Then when it was over, Kyle visited Car Maria in Boston. Then he went to Thailand for two months for reasons that are not addressed. I'm wondering if he did steroids because the dude looks buff. But then he goes, I basically didn't talk to her the whole time I was in Thailand. And now, I think he may have said, and I didn't talk to her at all. Like, I feel yeah. like he just never called her again. He seems over it because Johnny says, uh, you two are either going to bang each other or bang other people. Car Maria laughs and walks away. And Kyle says, I choose to bang other people. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he's really into it at first. And, uh, you know, this results in Kyle, you know getting to know some other people and, and that other person is faith 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 is digging kyle digging the tattoos the look the everything the accent and they're outside on two chase lounges and they look at one another longingly and boom they make out and faith is cute she has upped her game since x on the beach her makeup game i think she realized she you know I, it's interesting when you watch these people for their on their first season and how they transform after seeing themselves on the screen mm. because she wore so much makeup on x on the beach it took away from her her natural beauty and then she was pared down on uh this episode well they're also doing insane physical things so maybe she didn't have a chance to reapply right um you know she's just back chilling so they hook up those two and uh then there's later a scene in which um there's a few people in a hot tub one being johnny bananas kyle standing there Cara Maria walks over. Am I am I jumping the gun? You are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before okay. we get to the hot tub, we get to the redemption house. So the van pulls up to the redemption house, and it's like, spoiler alert, we already knew what was happening. TJ's there sitting in the dark. Um, Nick goes, is that Corey? And I was like, no, it's obviously yeah, it TJ. TJ. chilling in the dark. <laughs> um, TJ's like, if you pay attention here, you can learn a lot about what's going on there. And that's kind of fun because the challenge likes to do these memory games. So I'm wondering if there's decorations in the house or something that is clue that are clues to what's happening on the in the actual main house. When I actually heard that, I, I thought it was going to be more like that weird X on the beach uh, elevator room oh. in which they would present little pieces of information and video footage of what's going on in the house. The and shack then, of secrets. And when they, yep, and when they come back to the house, they'll be loaded with extra information in order to help them in some way. Ooh. But we don't know. We do not know. Right now, they're just kind of in a pretty dope house and Nick, they're very I would excited. Love that. that would be kind of fun, but also. I don't I wouldn't love that. I don't I feel like MTV and this franchise in particular is cannibalizing itself and also trying to grow too quickly. You don't there are too many changes. Too for many you. changes. Let's let's pare it down <laughs> a little bit, guys. You're let's like scale an old it back. man who doesn't want the music we'll to see. change on we'll his radio. We'll see. We'll see. So we then we hear um, Jimmy. Jenna says, I'm cursed. Jimmy says, everything happens for a reason. And to me, like, that is just classic Jimmy. Like, she seems to be the kind of girl we all knew one in college who's like, it might be bad now, but just know. 
everything happens for a reason. Like that's totally her vibe, and it. it I appreciate it. Yeah, it, it. I enjoyed that little um, snippet. So then we're back at the main house. We see Tori and Derek talking. Um, I guess they're vendettas. We understand that there's this whole like backstory with the cheating and blah blah blah. Neither neither Nick or I are interested in this storyline. So I'm wondering, are you guys interested in the storyline? Let us know. Is this Tori Derek thing compelling at all? It seems like the way they made it sound on the Dirty Thirty reunion is Tori was like, I didn't wasn't even really dating this guy. Yeah. And then like when I told him to get lost, he like broke into in my into my phone and they text. hired a personal investigator yeah. <laughs> who was like the only person it could have been was Derek. Yeah, it got very very skeevy and skeezy on Derek's part, and uh, I don't know, I kind of I kind of lost my will to try to give this guy a chance. And then Tori says something which is like, man, this is going to be tough because Derek's mental game is off. Yeah, and you know what? I immediately agreed. I was like, dude, he does not have the mental game. I think he's a little too emotional. I think he's maybe a little too soft for this house. He's also not that great of a competitor. Every time there's been a physical challenge, the guy's a big dude. You would think he would do better in physical challenges. He's kind of a doof. He Usually he's kind of a dud. Um, So that takes us to our hot tub scene. Nick, do you want to go ahead and set it up? So as I was saying before, we have a few people in the hot tub, one being Johnny Bananas. Kyle walks by. Now let's not forget, Kyle was just making out with faith and he's got a little something extra hanging over from the last season with car maria now they're goofing around who kind of strolls by in the background well car maria and out loud as as loud as he could so Kara could hear him johnny says oh you guys were just making out faith was also in the hot tub you and kyle were just hanging making out huh kyle you were making out with faith huh of course Kara hears it mosey's over and uh you know kyle kind of sees it and they you know calls johnny a dick and then Kara says oh that's fucked up or whatever walks away into the next room that is when Kara and kyle kind of face each other to have a talk but it is i don't someone pushes Kara maria up to kyle to talk to him it's so awkward and then Kara maria's like what's up and kyle's like nothing and she's like nothing's up and he's like no nothing's up and she's like fine Fine. Polly, Polly, do you want to teach me how to dance? Do you so, want to teach me how to dance? <laughs> so Polly's sitting on his bunk bed kind of laughing about this. And Kara is basically like, Polly, come down off that bunk bed and go into this room with me and make out with me so we can make this guy Kyle jealous. She says to uh, Marie, I need to make out with someone. She pulls Polly away and she's like, listen, you can either have fun with me or at the in this challenge house, have a memory, have fun with me, or you can go back home to your boring relationship. Yeah, I'm like, how does Cara Maria know all of this about Polly's relationship? Does she even know Polly? Well, probably knew Polly was going to be on the show, and it seems like Polly is now dating somebody that was on The Bachelor and or bachelorette mm. so it's maybe a high profile relationship when you're in the reality world and maybe she does know about his relationship um you know at, at this point is when i'm hearing a word used that uh must have been thrown around these oh, houses oh yeah i've heard that before is that the first time you've i've heard never it? heard this this is so explain what i'm talking about you're talking about politicking politicking yeah politicking I've, I've never heard this oh they use it on twitter all the time oh i've never i've never heard i don't do any of the extra yeah you stuff. politic with your dick 
I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. So basically, kind of like what a what a classic CT uh, uh, move would be, which Carmary is befriend all the ladies. Carmary is basically Paul, promising Polly that if he sleeps with her, she'll keep him safe. Yeah, and Polly's like, "Is that what you're saying to me right now? This is uh, seems a little forward." I would be so upset if I was Polly's girlfriend and we were in a relationship. He went to the challenge house, cheated on me the whole time with Carmaria, and then I was at home watching the first episode, yeah. and she's like, "Come on, you want to go home to your boring relationship? Sleep with me, and I'll make." Make sure you win. I would hate Cara Maria. Now, at this point, um, you know, we're, we're seeing interviews from Polly, and Polly's pretty much like, hey, man, I'm trying to keep it cool with my girlfriend at home. He's yeah. Like, I'm seeing a lot of hot dogs and hamburgers around here, but I'm, I'm looking for some steak at home or whatever. Oh, God. I I hated that so much. <laughs> hot dogs said, and hamburgers? He said, he said he's going home to filet mignon. Filet mignon. I hate that because I'm going to share a little personal antidote, which is that one time I was dating a guy. Sorry, Nick. There was a couple before you. I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> I'm leaving right now. <laughs> That was me getting up and moving around. <laughs> I didn't really leave. Anyway, I was dating this guy and I liked him. And I was like, where are we going with this? And he was like, well, right now I'm eating uh, creme brulee. And just because some apple pie walks by doesn't mean I'm not going to want to have apple pie later. Maybe chocolate cake walks by. I don't want to limit my options. So when a man compares a woman to food, I immediately hate him. That guy also died of diabetes. I think. <laughs> He's, uh, <laughs> throw, some, throw some savories in there, my man. It's a party in the house. Everybody's hanging out. Now, I will say in our relationship, I have said that exact same thing, but I was actually talking about those desserts. You were talking about those pies. <laughs> I was yeah. like, listen, I'll eat all this pie, but I might want to eat some cake later. Yeah, that is that is our MO. So it's a party in the house. Everybody's hanging out. Girls are all in the room. Uh, then Kayla and Kaylee start arguing. They're kind of going over the drama again with Kayla, Melissa, and Kaylee. And then Melissa approaches Kayla to talk. She's like, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. And Kayla's like, I never want to talk to you. You tried to ruin my relationship. Get away from me. Get away from me. Back and forth, back and forth. Clearly alcohol's involved. Kayla pushes Melissa. Melissa punches her in the face. Boom. And, and you know, they don't show it. They, they do not get in there, do a slow motion to show us what happened with Melissa. But, I mean, Kayla does shove. I mean, it's not a push. It's a shove to get out of my area. And then that's when uh, Kaylee or that's when Melissa jumps on Kayla. And I could tell, she, you know, if we, if you guys don't remember, uh, Melissa is uh, a, an MMA fighter. Right. I mean, she throws punches. Yeah. And she kind of lunges at Kayla and she pops her one in the eye and Oof. and I thought I saw it and then when they kind of get split up and there and all of a sudden you hear uh Kayla saying I'm fine I'm fine she gets up to reveal that she's got a real big red mark all yeah. around her left Swollen. eye I mean, she, got, she got popped so she gets popped and that brings us to the next day in the kitchen Kayla is complaining about it she's basically like all I did was push her and then she punched me in the face which is splitting hairs, I think. Nick, how do you feel about that? Does Kayla have a point here? Because Johnny chimes in and he's like, Kayla, stop playing the victim. You participated in this as well. You pushed her first. Kayla's like, yeah, but I didn't punch her. I, I don't know if I agree with Kayla here. Let's not forget that, okay, Kaylee is John is Kayla's partner. Kaylee hooked up with Johnny, which got... Natalie, Natalie, uh, ratted on Kaylee to Nelson. I mean, it's a mess. Th there's a big mess going on here with Johnny, but let's not forget that on the reunion, they showed Melissa and Johnny sharing a hotel room and Melissa come out of the bathroom in a towel. Right. And so possibly she was trying to 
he was trying to don't alert the producers to you being having a problem with this. You were involved in it too, and leave Melissa here because I kind of like Melissa. We've hooked up ah, in the past. Interesting. And then Johnny, Kayla's like, "Fuck you, Johnny." She walks out, and Johnny's like, "Kayla's a belligerent idiot." Kayla's getting a lot of heat, right? Like also, a lot she, she, of hate these she's past two seasons. Turned into a bully to a into a victim or something like yeah. that. Now, how many times are we gonna see after a fight? Uh, you know, and happens to be women in a, in the kitchen talking about the fight and complaining and Johnny rolling through and telling them to stop, you're overreacting. Oh, my That God. happened with the Cam and Melissa fight you're from right. Vendettas. Or you from, no, right. from uh, Dirty Third. No, from Vendettas. Yeah. Remember, they yeah. right when, like, that whole... Johnny just it, shows up and he's like, you're making too big of a deal out of this. And it's like, oh, actually, take a seat, And Johnny. it was to Cam and it was about Melissa. You're it was right. the same situation. Wow, good callback, Nick. So then we see Cam, Kaylee, and Melissa. They're all talking about the fight last night. They're all worried because they're all involved in it. If Melissa goes home, that means Cam goes home. If Kayla goes home, that means Kaylee goes home. And then, drum roll, please. TJ shows up and tells them they're going home. They are going home. But he tells Kayla and Melissa that they're going home. They are both going home. And then he goes, Cam, Kaylee? And then cut to the credits. The credits, boom. We End get no uh, information. Nope. And that is it, ladies and gentlemen. That is how we are kicking off this season. And uh, we would love for you to stick around with us. I mean, we are going to be recapping this entire season. Uh, so if there was a television show that is called The Challenge on that night, you know me and Ash watched it, and we're going to recap it shortly. So please, if you enjoyed this, uh, do us a favor. Subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app. Find us on SoundCloud, on Stitcher. Uh, make sure that you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It means so much. It literally makes our day. We read every one, and on top of that it's like helps us with the podcast it gets us more traction it gets more people hearing about the challenge and just we really appreciate it so thank you and <laughs> if you would like to contact us uh through social media you can contact this podcast at reality blows pod on twitter you can contact ashley at ashley b roberts on twitter you can contact me sort of on Instagram, if you search my name, Nick Maritato, that is my handle, M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. And if you want to write us a little letter, tell us how much you love us, or say anything, comments, concerns, questions about the challenge, or anything about reality podcasts, or our podcast itself, we are available on Gmail realityblowspodcast at gmail.com that's right and as a special treat for next um, episode the next episode that comes out on Monday we are going to be reading a letter from a listener who went to a challenge meetup so this listener hung up with hung out with challengers did lots of one-on-one -on -one time gave us some dirt and reported it back we cannot wait to share that with you next week it's challenge season baby strap in <laughs> and how do we end these, Ashley? <laughs> May the TJ be with you. Oh, yeah. And also with, uh, I don't know. Where's Tony? It's Tony time. <laughs>